Welcome to Shea's Sports Stories. I'm your host, Shea. And in this show, I break down the most interesting and important people and events in all sports. On this week's episode, I'll be going over some controversial NBA MVPs and explaining why they were controversial and then sharing my opinion on uh, who should have won those MVPs. I'm going to start with Shaq's 2000 MVP. Uh, this, this one is controversial for a different reason than most of these. It's that it's not that anybody thought Shaq shouldn't have been MVP. Um, it's that at, most people think Shaq should have been unanimous. Aside from the one voter who voted for Allen Iverson over Shaq, costing Shaq would, 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 would have been the first ever unanimous MVP win. Shaq was putting up 30-13 and three blocks for a 67-win team. Iverson was putting up 34 and five assists for a 49-win 76ers team on much lower efficiency. Uh, Iverson was great that year. Iverson was a great player. But Shaq should have been the unanimous MVP. There, there isn't much of a case for Iverson being better uh, that year. Then we got 2013 LeBron. It's in the same vein, same vein as Shaq's uh, 2000 MVP. He was dominant for the best team in the league, but somebody decided to vote for Carmelo Anthony with the argument that if Carmelo wasn't on the Knicks, they would be very bad. And if LeBron wasn't on the Heat, they would still be pretty good. Uh... That's not like an incorrect argument. Like it's, it is in fact, I would say it's 100% true. The thing is, I don't think that's really should be the be all end all in deciding MVP. Um, and I would say LeBron probably deserved the unanimous MVP that year. Uh, then we have both of Steve Nash's MVP awards. Nash's first MVP was only slightly controversial, but it's getting much more controversial in retrospect uh, because of his second MVP. He didn't put up eye-popping numbers, but neither did the second contender, Shaq. And I think Nash was much more important to those Suns teams than Shaq was to the Heat. And the Suns had a better record, but it could have reasonably gone either way. I probably lean towards Nash. His MVP the year after that was far more controversial. He was averaging 18 points and 10 assists, while Kobe was putting up 35 points a game for the Lakers, including, in my opinion, the greatest scoring performance in NBA history when he dropped 81 against the Raptors in a single game. But I don't think it should have gone to either of them, actually. I would argue that it should have gone to LeBron, who put up 30 points, 7 rebounds, and and 6.5 assists for a 51 Cavs team, where he, much like Kobe in L.A., did not have very much support at all. Uh... But there is kind of a problem with the M- NBA's MVP broadly that I, I'll talk about really quick. Because there aren't really, there isn't like a specific um, rule set. It's just kind of like guys are trying to vote for it in the way that's been voted for in the past. So like a player like Kobe in 2006 is going to really struggle to win it. Because historically a team that's barely made the playoffs doesn't have the... Uh, doesn't have the MVP on it, even though Kobe was probably the best individual talent that year. Um, but, you know, if we're taking into consideration how MVPs are historically awarded, I would still say LeBron is the guy that should have won. He had arguably the best stats in the NBA. He had very little sport around, just like Kobe, but, like, LeBron's team was substantially more successful than the Lakers were that year. Then our next controversial MVP is Westbrook's triple-double season. Um, this one is controversial kind of because of the historical stuff. This was one where it was subverted. Um, you know, uh, Westbrook's Thunder were a sixth seed at the time, I believe. 
Um, I think if you're going by that historical criteria, it should have probably gone to James Harden, who didn't put up as good of stats, but was on a much better team. But I think if you ignore the historical precedent like they did in this voting, uh, Westbrook probably did deserve it. I think there's a better argument for Westbrook than Kobe, just slightly, because Westbrook had historical numbers, while Kobe just had great numbers, even if Kobe in 2006 is a better player than Westbrook in his triple-double year. This one is just, there's no, this, this one's crazy. Uh, we're talking about Dave Cowens beating Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1973. Dave Cowens put up 20 points and 16 rebounds on 45% shooting, which is not a great shooting percent for a big man, which Dave Cowens was. Uh, and he somehow beat Kareem, who was averaging 30 points and 16 rebounds on 55% shooting. This just doesn't make sense. Best ex explanation I've really seen for this is because uh, Kareem had won multiple straight MVPs and the voters wanted to give it to somebody else. It's voter fatigue. It's one of the, it's, it's a very uh, unfortunate aspect of a lot of awards in sports. Uh, then we have Magic beating Barkley, despite Charles Barkley having more first place votes. The controversy here is more due to the fact of just like the voting system. Um, Barkley had more first place votes than Magic. So the argument would be that uh, Barkley should have won, but due to uh, second and third place votes, Magic managed to beat Barkley. Um, I think this is kind of just how a ranked voting system is going to work. Um, if they wanted to change it, they could. That would be fine, but like they'd use a ranked voting system. I'm not, the, that's the whole point of a ranked voting system, is that sometimes the guy that gets those first place votes isn't uh, considered the best by everybody. Like he's, and a guy who's more well-liked by everybody, like Magic was, will win. Um, then we have another uh, one that's pretty egregious, like uh, Dave Cowens and Kareem, but not quite as bad, and that's 1997 with Carl Malone. In 1997, Carl Malone had a great season. He averaged 27.4 points and 10 rebounds on a 64 and 18 Jazz team. But most people think Michael Jordan had the better year, putting up 29.6 points, 5.3 rebounds, and 4.3 assists on a 69 and 13 Bulls team, which is the second rest best record for a team ever at that time. Obviously, only surpassed by the 1996 Bulls. Uh, the most common theory as to why Malone beat Jordan is voter fatigue, and I'd agree. This is not as egregious as Cowan over Kareem, but Jordan should have been the MVP, and it probably came down to the fact that people wanted to change up who they were voting for. That is all for this show. Thank you for listening.